Hi, this is Mary Marsingill. And this is Joshua Marsingill. Welcome to the Abundant Encounters podcast, brought to you by Bibles for All Ministries at BiblesForAll.com. What you're about to experience is a practice and meditation that we believe will help you in your devotions to receive and celebrate real encounters with the real God. There are two tools we use to help in the receiving of God's abundant encounters in these podcasts. First, the Word, because faith comes by hearing it. And second, a prophetic act. In the Word of God, we see encounters happening to God's people throughout the books and stories of the Bible, and often prophetic acts were used to bring real encounters. For example, Jesus spit in the dust, made it into mud, he then spread it in the eyes of a blind man who was healed. Or another example is the Passover blood being put on the door frames of the Israelites' homes in Egypt, keeping them safe and declaring a hope for all future generations. Through the process of demystifying encounters and increasing our value for them, we begin to cultivate a lifestyle of deeper and real connection with the real Trinity of Father God, Holy Spirit, and Jesus Christ our Lord. When we sow into God's economy, we reap a life-restoring and life-giving harvest of such abundance that overflow is uncontainable. The seed is the Word of God. The field is our heart. Let the seeds go deep and believe with us for the beautiful bride of Christ we've been promised. May we each be adorned today with the beauty of all her promises. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for being with us and being for us. We thank you for your goodness and that we have eyes to see it and ears to hear it in the land of the living today. Let your heaven come in this place. In Jesus' name, we command anything that would hinder your word bound forever. We lose heaven all around us, all your best life-giving seed and ministering angels to encourage and strengthen us today. Let our thoughts be clear and receptive, exposing every liar and empowering every truth. Amen. Let's continue our encounter adventure through Luke 15. Let's dive in deeper to the story of the lost son in verses 11 through 32. Pay particular attention to the lost son. Pretend you've not heard it before. Hand over your imagination to his lordship and let him paint a picture. We're reading from the message. Then he said, There was once a man who had two sons. The younger said to his father, Father, I want right now what's coming to me. So the father divided the property between them. It wasn't long before the younger son packed his bags and left for a distant country. There, undisciplined and dissipated, he wasted everything he had. After he had gone through all his money, there was a bad famine all through that country, and he began to hurt. He signed on with a citizen there who assigned him to his fields to slop the pigs. He was so hungry, he would have eaten the corn cobs in the pig slop, but no one would give him any. 
That brought him to his senses. He said, All those farmhands working for my father sit down to three meals a day, and here I am starving to death. I'm going back to my father. I'll say to him, Father, I've sinned against God. I've sinned before you. I don't deserve to be called your son. Take me on as a hired hand. He got right up and went home to his father. When he was still a long way off, his father saw him. His heart pounding, he ran out, embraced him, and kissed him. The son started his speech. Father, I've sinned against God. I've sinned before you. I don't deserve to be called your son ever again. But the father wasn't listening. He was calling to the servants. Quick, bring a clean set of clothes and dress him. Put the family ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Then get a grain-fed heifer and roast it. We're going to feast. We're going to have a wonderful time. My son is here, given up for dead and now alive, given up for lost and now found. And they began to have a wonderful time. All this time, the older son was out in the field. When the day's work was done, he came in. As he approached the house, he heard the music and dancing. Calling over one of the houseboys, he asked what was going on. He told him, Your brother came home. Your father has ordered a feast, barbecued beef, because he has him home safe and sound. The older brother stalked off in an angry sulk and refused to join in. His father came out and tried to talk to him, but he wouldn't listen. The son said, Look, how many years I've stayed here serving you, never giving you one moment of grief? But have you ever thrown a party for me and my friends? Then this son of yours, who has thrown away your money on whores, shows up, and you go all out with a feast. His father said, Son, you don't understand. You're with me all the time, and everything that is mine is yours. But this is a wonderful time, and we had to celebrate. This brother of yours was dead, and he's alive. He was lost, and he's found. He is home to us. He is everywhere we are, and he is our home. The Bible says everything finds its place in him, in Christ Jesus. It says that Jesus has prepared your home in him. He's decided the perfect setting and landscape, the best furniture and decor. It's a place without everything you don't like, and everything you do like, it's there. This is a place bent on who you truly are. You are no accident. You are deeply loved and fearfully made. You are the only you that he made. He didn't make another. It wouldn't matter if you had the exact genes as another. God doesn't do things without intention and great affection. He's been chasing you since the fall 
looking for you, asking you, who told you you were naked? Who told you you didn't matter? That you weren't already perfectly safe with me? If you feel stuck, I want you to stand up right now if you can. Take your right foot and turn it slightly to the left. Now close your eyes if you're not driving and picture yourself stomping down hard on the neck of your enemy. Hold it there for a moment. This is what the Hebrew warriors would do as they conquered the great kings of the days. Tell that devil, no more, I won't believe your lies. I won't even hear them. Dig in a little harder now with your foot and put your warrior face on. Say, I won't even hear another lie from you. You're finished. I'm seated in heavenly places where you don't even get to go. Jesus saw you fall like lightning. Your strength is gone. Grab both his arms and pull hard as you stomp on his neck. Spit on him if you can. Now leave that pig slop reality. Whatever it was, don't ever go back to it. Repent from it and decide you'll never think that way again. Make the real change today. Throw something away, forsake a bad habit, put up a boundary or take one down. Toss out a bad routine. Tell someone the truth they need to hear. Take your opportunity to live. This is the only life you have. Don't let the moment get by. Commit and take today personally. That movie Braveheart rings out to me as I think about this. Sure, you could go on like this. And years from now, lying in your beds, would you not give all the days from this day until then that you could come back and tell your enemies you may take our lives but you can never take our freedom today might be a big new day especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God and His heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news, He is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. Let's close today by asking Father God to show us what he's doing. Ask him. Father, what is today about? Personalize this. If you know you're facing a difficult challenge of some sort, 
Ask him about that specifically. Ask what he would do. Find the peace. Release and bless anyone you may be holding resentment towards. Make sure it's real and God's help will become real. We're not built to live on our own finite supply. We need His. We need all that Jesus paid for. What is your father doing today? What is he saying? Find out. Write it down. Giving your thoughts a chance to get grounded as you're writing them out. This is it. This is how Jesus lived. He did what he saw his father doing. He said what he heard the father saying. I pray blessings on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy, hope, and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven will fill your life with infinite wealth. In Jesus' name, amen. To learn more, visit our website at BiblesForAll.com, where you will be able to buy a book and give a Bible. Our vision is that every man, woman, and child can have access to a Bible in their own language. We have adopted a sustainable business model to help achieve this. Visit Bibles for All today to learn more about how you can fill your bookshelf with the very best in Christian literature while at the same time filling the world with the Word of God. Find out more at BiblesForAll.com today. On our next episode, we're continuing to adventure through this beautiful story of a lost son. Share this episode with friends, family, and others who came to mind during this episode. We'd also like to ask you to help us out by posting a rating or review today. Podcasts like this one survive off of ratings and reviews. We'd love for more people to hear these. And so if you like what you're hearing, then please give us a strong rating. Or even better, give us a full review. Click the link in the description to join our growing community online.